When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome back to another video. Today we are going to be talking about something that I didn't think would be happening. Liam Neeson says Star Wars is being hurt by so many spin-offs, it's taken away the mystery and the magic. So we're going to get pretty deep in this video. I'm going to give you guys my unfiltered thoughts uh, without anything held back. So here we go. I haven't read it. I don't know what he's actually said, but um, uh, a lot of you were talking it during the two live streams that I had today on Star Wars Theory and then Theory Talks. Liam Neeson gets asked in almost every interview if he would reprise his role of Jedi Master Qui-Gon Jinn in a Star Wars spinoff. The answer is often no, and such was the case when Neeson joined Paul Rudd on February 16th episode of Watch What Happens Live. But Neeson took things a step further explaining that his reason for not wanting to reprise Qui-Gon Jinn is because the Star Wars franchise is damaging its own magic. No, I'm not, Neeson said when asked if he's interested in returning. There's so many spin-offs of Star Wars. It's diluting it to me, and it's taking away the mystery and the magic in a weird way. Neeson had a brief cameo in Disney Plus series Obi-Wan Kenobi, but he only had about two lines of dialogue. The actor made his Star Wars debut in Star Wars The Phantom Menace, but his character died and his Star Wars tenor was cut short. Neeson told comicbook.com last year that he'd considered reprising Qui-Gon Jinn under one condition. It's got to be a movie, not a television show. Oh, I think so. Yeah, 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 I think so. If it was a film, Neeson said, then about a potential Star Wars return. Yeah, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to TV, I must admit. I just like the big screen, you know? Qui-Gon. I can't believe it's 24 years since we made The Phantom Menace. I just cannot believe where the time has gone. It was a terrific experience shooting that film in London. Neeson isn't wrong when he says that Star Wars franchise has been inundated with spin-offs. On the big screen, Lucasfilm has released Rogue One and Solo outside of its main Skywalker saga. The franchise has expanded greatly on Disney Plus with shows such as The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, and or an Obi-Wan Kenobi having aired. Upcoming series include The Mandalorian Season 3, which launches March 1st, plus Ahsoka and The Acolyte. Watch Neeson's full interview on Watch What Happens Live in the video below. So this is uh, kind of a big thing, and I guess this is, I wouldn't say burning his bridge with Disney to play Qui-Gon again, or he's just candidly speaking and really doesn't give a crap if he returns as Qui-Gon Jinn because he has already played Qui-Gon Jinn, and that was the end of the story. As you know, Qui-Gon was never supposed to appear in his real form. That was the lack of his training before he died. And that was sort of the tragedy of his death, is that you don't get to come back as a real body. Sure, you're training Yoda now as a voice, which he was. If you didn't see the deleted scene in Revenge of the Sith, there was dialogue and in the book where Qui-Gon was actually speaking out to Yoda on Polis Massa, where Yoda was meditating, and Bail Organa interrupted him because the children were being born. So Qui-Gon did become Yoda's master once he passed into the netherworld of the Force. However, he was just a voice. He was never able to actually show himself, and this was because of his lack of completing his training with the Wills. But of course, Disney went and changed that, and they want to, you know, they first changed it in their certain point of view book, where they had Qui-Gon show up in his real form just before the events of A New Hope to Obi-Wan Kenobi. That changed canon. And then they had him, of course, show up in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which uh, it was a beautiful scene for me. I loved the fact that I got to see Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn again. Now, 
Besides it being nostalgic, does it make sense? Is it part of George's story, what he wanted? No, Qui-Gon isn't supposed to return in the corporeal form. So the fact that Liam Neeson is now saying, no, I'm not returning, there's so many spin-offs of Star Wars, it's diluting it to me, and it's taken away the mystery and magic in a weird way. Now, I have to agree with it. I do think one of the mysticisms of Star Wars is the fact that you don't know everything, right? Like, we don't know much about Yoda. We don't know who he is, we don't know what species he is, we don't know where he comes from. We just know that he's this all-knowing, all-powerful, very old being, and that's it. He comes and goes, and that's his role in the Star Wars universe. But now, of course, you know, we're diving into baby Yoda, and then we'll learn more about perhaps his species or his connection to Yoda, maybe Yadel, and things like that. And it seems like with all of these shows, they are definitely profiting off, profiting off of it and giving, you know, a lot of people stuff to talk about, including myself. But at the same time, they are indeed damaging Star Wars because A, they're not doing it well, in my opinion, like the sequel trilogy was completely mishmashed. They didn't have a proper outline of anything. They didn't know what was going on. And then with the shows, they really were quite lackluster. I mean, Boba Fett was a hit or miss. There were a few episodes in the beginning, two episodes which were amazing. And then it was like the Mandalorian show for like two, three, four episodes at the very end. And that kept us reeled in. But in between that, Boba Fett wasn't Boba Fett. He wasn't what we thought he would be, what we had been waiting to see for so many years. And of course, we are under the illusion of Boba Fett being this certain dude. And excuse me for saying so, but yeah, I mean, there's thousands of comics and lore about the guy since the freaking 80s. So yeah, Boba Fett is meant to be this very badass being. He was never meant to rule with respect. Sure, character development, but I think we could have seen a little bit more of the badass Boba that we all wanted to see and then transition into this new Boba Fett that they want to make who is, you know, watered down. Just a theory here, a conspiracy theory, really. I think they did this so that the Mandalorian shines more because when they have Boba and the Mandalorian together, after the Boba Fett show, people kind of don't really respect Boba all that much anymore. It's just not the same level of, oh my God, it's Boba Fett that we had for him when he showed up in season two of The Mandalorian. I think Tales of the Jedi is a necessary spinoff that we need to get. Visions, not so much, but it's fun anyways. The Obi-Wan Kenobi show, I don't think should have been a show. I think it should have been a three-part movie. I think it should have been a trilogy as it was originally intended and then not cut for TV. There were so many plot holes, mistakes, things in the Obi-Wan Kenobi show that had so many people pushed away, including myself. And Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker are my favorite characters of Star Wars. Uh, so for me, you know, it, it was very unfortunate to see that they chose to take the story in the direction that they did. And so many of the little things that they just sort of ruined. Reva surviving twice, Obi-Wan Kenobi trying to save Leia, you know, at the end and just like puts him under her coat. And it, a lot of it was just very comical and you're just not really thinking and you just have to like go with it in order to somewhat enjoy it. Reva also explaining that Anakin is Darth Vader and that he has a son as well at the end and knows this information and is allowed to leave and allowed to live. Don't even get me started. So the fact that yes, I do believe that these spin-off shows are definitely destroying Star Wars, but I say that because Disney doesn't have a clue of what they're doing when it comes to Star Wars. It's very all over the place. The Mandalorian is great for the most part but we're gonna now see if they're gonna tie it into the mess of the sequel trilogy. Tales of the Jedi was amazing, but really that was it. The time of The Last Jedi, the TV promos and trailers for that film, that was the highest hype for Star Wars ever. Once that movie came out, everything just <laughs> downhill. 
people stopped caring. A lot of the things Disney is doing, they're bringing in teams, bringing in people's big names in Hollywood that don't necessarily know what Star Wars is, but are just relying on the fact that they have star value to essentially carry this project, which needs to be carried with a certain type of care, which I don't think that they have. They want to interject their own thing onto it. And that's why it doesn't feel as authentic as what George Lucas had created. Now, it's a very corporate, it's very marketed in the sense where they're not really looking at stories so much anymore. They're just looking at numbers and what they perceive will generate the most revenue and the most numbers. And that's really the direction they want to go. I am very confident that the reason they put Grogu back with the Mando after Mandalorian Season 2 is because they were fearful that numbers would dive down if Grogu was not in the Mandalorian Season 3 from the very beginning and they didn't want to risk that. So they put them together with book in the Book of Boba Fett and to drive up viewer engagement in Book of Boba Fett and drive up viewer engagement in The Mandalorian Season 3 from the get-go. It's no longer about story anymore, in my opinion. It's just being milked. And that brings us full circle with what Liam Neeson, I think, is saying is that it's been diluted. Definitely the mystery and the magic has been taken away, but I'm still very hopeful in the sense that John Favreau and Dave Filoni will bring that magic back into the mix, into the ingredients, and hopefully give us what Star Wars used to be once again. It pains me to see that Liam Neeson won't be returning to Star Wars, but at the same time, he really shouldn't be. If he's going to return, it should be to perhaps voice his character as a animated form, animated character like he did in Tales of the Jedi. If we get a season two, would love to see more of young Qui-Gon. I think that would be fun. And of course, Qui-Gon before his death. But beyond that, I do have to agree. You know, Star Wars has been very diluted. And I think that they're making some very big mistakes over there. Here's what I think needs to happen. I think Kathleen Kennedy needs to go. I think there needs to be an entirely new form of leadership over there. I don't think it is Lucasfilm anymore as we knew it when George had it. I think it's really Disney Lucasfilm. And I do believe that. Most of the people that worked at Lucasfilm from the very beginning with George... Uh, the OGs, a lot of them, and I know this for a fact, a lot of them were actually let go and new Disney people were brought into the company. And this, of course, is why things are different now. This, of course, is why things feel different, look different, and why it's in the state that it's in. It is salvageable, and that's why we have John and Dave, and I'm very thankful for them. But at the same time, you know, it never should have got to this position. It should have been handled with so much more respect and care, which I feel like they should have taken a page out of Boba's uh, memoir there. But anyways, that's my thoughts on Liam Neeson's words that... Uh, Star Wars is being diluted with all of these shows. I hope they do make some cool movies going forwards, and I hope that they really rectify a lot of the mistakes that they made going into the sequel trilogy so that they don't make those same mistakes again when they're making future Star Wars projects. Much respect to Liam Neeson, and I hope he's enjoying his time acting in other projects. Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Have an awesome rest of your day, and I'll see you in the next video. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always.